Shalom. This is Yara Ben Emmett with the Torah Watchman Podcast Channel. I hope everyone's been well. As I was traveling back home from my synagogue, evening davening from Minka and Mara prayers, I had an idea for a podcast topic. Please bear with me. I'd like to title this topic that Azurbit Jews redeem the nations. What am I saying? Well, just hear me out. The only thing that keeps Silver Spring, Maryland, where I live in the Arab and a Jewish community and enclave here, the only thing that keeps Silver Spring from people having massive, fatal contractions of COVID-19 and my working theory and the economy completely shutting down and and quarantines and things of that nature. And it was shut down quite a bit last year, but we got through it. We got mudded through all that turmoil and everything else and strife. Many people were hospitalized. The only thing that's keeping the grace of God upon the Silver Spring area in Maryland, where I live, is praying Azurbit Jews. Maryland is a heavy, heavy blue state, very liberal, very much social justice, neo-Marxism, very anti, uh, uh, you know, pro-life. They're, they're abortionists here. They're people that actually hate the Jews. But around my enclave here, I cannot name one single circumstance that I incurred any acts of anti-Semitism against me. I have an Israeli flag, an American flag, outside the front of my house. I live in a Jewish community, but I also have Gentiles here. I have Buddhists, I have Christians, I have Hispanics, I have people of all different faiths or indifferent. And they, generationally, they've been here for a long time. They've been with these Jews here for so long that they adopted them as their families. Jews living as a nexus of observance within a community like this, even the Gentiles would benefit of this because of their prayers. Approximately two years ago, I took my wife up to Brooklyn, New York. We wanted to visit some of her cousins up there. And I wanted to go to Borough Park because Borough Park is known traditionally since the 60s as a predominantly Orthodox, Hasidic community of Jews. It's an amazing area. And I want, I've seen pictures of it and I heard videos and documentaries. I actually wanted to take my wife and family there. But when I got, I, I've never been to Brooklyn before. So when I got there, I got lost. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's 36th Street, maybe 37th Street, that I wanted to go to Borough Park. But I was on the opposite end of town. It was late and I was tired. I ended up in a, in a very, I'm trying to say, crime-ridden area of Brooklyn, a bad area you don't want to be caught too long um, in, um, broken down infrastructure. I knew I was not in the right place. But anyway, long story short, I used my GPS and found my way to the other end of the street, I think 36 or 37th Street. And as soon as I came into that area, I remember it was toward the end of Hanukkah, and sometimes Hanukkah falls during Christmas. So you could see on the sides of these boroughs, literally boroughs, these uh, small little apartments, houses, just so close together. You could see Christmas lights. 
And then other areas, you did not see any Christmas lights, but you knew there was activity there. And as you know, Jews don't put Christmas lights on their, then use decorations like that. Hanukkah, you'll see a, a menorah, kind of opera in the window tradition. You'll see this. What I'm saying is when I got closer and closer to where I wanted to stay, I made reservations for a hotel there in Borough Park. I felt an overwhelming spiritual experience of utter shalom. And I knew it was because of those praying Jews there. The prayers of these Jews there, going back generations, were literally in the mortar and the stone of those buildings in Borough Park. Now, this is my opinion, but this is my personal life experience. I felt this. I felt this like, like an empath would feel the spiritual forces and the energy, very Kabbalistic. I felt the strength and power and overwhelming sense of, of utter peace and shalom. Maybe if you weren't Jewish, you would not feel that. But I did feel that. And almost it was like a guiding light that took me to my final destination. I made it back uh, to my hotel. It was late at night. But anyway, what I'm pointing out is what Hashem has led me to do this podcast about. You know the horrific uh, nature of the Holocaust resulting in the murder of six million Jews and hundreds of thousands of other people that, that, that the Nazis and Hitler wanted to eliminate too. We all shared in that mutual hatred and discrimination. But you know, the Jews, when we, with the end of World War II and, and the, and the uh, U.S. and Allied forces and beat back Hitler's armies and, and drove uh, Germany into utterly, utterly desolation. And Germany, of course, you know, was divided between East and West. The Jews had one thing they wanted to go back to. They wanted to go back to their boroughs. They wanted to go back to their arrows. They wanted to go back to these areas, even though these were the same places that were kicked out and put in ghettos and their relatives were murdered. Some people lost their families and grandparents, everyone, but they had the righteous dead there in Jewish cemeteries that were not destroyed during, during the war. And they wanted to honor and through Kaddish and things of that nature. They want to get too much detail. What I'm saying is the withdrawing force of these Jews wanted to go back to Germany. Why would you want to go back to Germany why would you go back to Poland when almost every single Jewish soul was decimated in World War II? Why would you want to go back to France and all these other countries or Spain? It's a new law in Spain. If you know Spanish and you're an ancestor of Spain, you can go. You can uh, become a citizen of Spain. Why would you want to move to Spain after the Spanish Inquisition in 1492, where every Jew was exiled? Why would you want to be a Jew and live in England when, when the, the uh, Jews were exiled in, in 1200, I believe, and they were exiled leading up to 1600 when the so-called King James Bible, Version Bible, was published with no Jewish input. Why would the Jews want to go back here? Well, they, they had different personal reasons and were tied to the land. At that time, before 1948, there was not a reason to go to Israel because of uh, 
Arab hatred and attacks and just infighting and everything else. And when things stabilized in 1948, of course, there was a huge influx of Jews, Aliyah, to Israel from Holocaust survivors. Of course, many Jews, again, went to America in the 60s. That's where I'm getting it. Borough Park was founded about that time. Righteous Rabbi set up a community there. It's like a protected enclave. If you've ever been to Borough Park, if you've ever been to Italy, it's like a trader, trader's guild. Everyone works together for a common good, like, like uh, kibbutz. What I'm saying is, it is these observant Jews that keeps these nations from being utterly wiped off the planet. Because God has every right to judge these nations like he did Sodom and Gomorrah, okay? So where I'm getting at, if you don't like Jews very much, and you have a problem with anti-Semitism, and you have a problem in blaming Jews for killing your Christ, your Messiah, whatever it may be, and you just were brought up with, with a bad taste in your mouth when you think about a Jewish person, you need to get on your knees and thank God that there's a Jew living next door to you that's observant. I'm not talking about any Jews that, that, that are not observant, that do not pray, that do not daven, do not read the Torah, do not read the Psalms with their wives and have wonderful, beautiful, sweet Jewish families and they go to synagogue and they go to high holidays and all the Jewish festivals and all the other righteous things they do. Did you know that in Burla Park, New York Times did a story years ago that if you want to live longer, go to Burla Park because their average year of, of life, longevity there is about 84.7 years of age compared to about 82 years elsewhere in the state. It's, it's statistics, maybe a statistical anomaly, and I know I'm being long-winded, but, it, but literally, the people live longer in Burla Park. Why do they live longer in Burla Park? Do they have a magical cure to health and medicine and the greatest doctors in the world? Not, not so. It's because they live old-fashioned traditional values. They worship God. They worship the King of the universe, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov. They keep tradition going and they pray not only for their families, they pray for Israel, the rebuilding of Jerusalem, the new temple, the Mashiach, they also pray for the host nation of America. If it wasn't for the prayers of these observant, righteous Jews, I would not have in this conversation tonight. America, as many people think, is on a slippery slope of absolute destruction because America has lost their, their first love in God. America is founded on Judeo-Christian values. And many people see that slippery slope that led to the end of the Canaanites. Sodom and Gomorrah were completely wiped off the face of the earth, you know, along the, along the Dead Sea. Why is this Dead Sea dead today? If you think about that cataclysm, you know, you think about all the catastrophes and everything that they have failed the Jewish people, Amrishal High, who've always been there. There were remnant Jews in Israel before 1948. Many people called it Palestine by, as a misnomer, but they called it Palestine. There were Jews always in, in the northern and southern sectors of Israel during that time. And they were remnant Jews, and they prayed. And even Jews outside of Israel were praying for the Jews in Israel. And God heard those prayers. And all God needs is a remnant. 
all God needs is is Ezekiel 18, chapter 18, verses 21, 23, a contrite and sincere spirit to say, I am sorry, please forgive me, I have sinned. And then you give charity. You, you, you take up from all your bank account, all your stocks and everything else. You get hoarding of this and that. You don't buy too much and you give money and charity to people and help out other people needing to show God that you are genuinely sorry and you want to make repentance. You want to have teshuva in your life. So I want to encourage you, if you live in America, the United States, the land that I love and the land I was born in, and I live in the diaspora in this country until I am called to, to Eretz Israel, maybe in a decade or so. But anyway, the Jews are keeping the, this world from flying apart at the seams. Jews are keeping in every state that there is a strong Jewish presence. God, by his own word, in his own righteousness has to bless the land by the covenant as far as you know minimizing influences of droughts minimizing influences of flash floods minimizing influence of covid pandemics and things of that nature unfortunately the good suffer with the bad with the evil and the righteous suffers suffers uh, along with the, with the bad unrighteous too this happens but I'm telling you, if you're anchored in, in the Lord, your God, and keep his mitzvahs, there's 613 of them, do your best, follow the Ten Commandments. Five is for relationship with other people. Five is for your personal relationship with Hashem. If you do your best, God would do the rest, right? This is Yara Ben Emmett signing out. Please remember, thank a Jew that lives next to you, and you know they're observant, and you know they're a Jew because they wear the kippah, and you know how they present themselves as being righteous? I'm not talking about Bernie Sanders and George Soros and Zuckerberg type Jews or Bernie Madoff. I'm talking about righteous Jews that are proud Zionists for Israel and not ashamed of being Jewish, even living in the diaspora away from Israel. Thank God that they live in your communities because they're the only ones keeping God's final judgment against the sin, the sin debt that's been accumulating in all these nations. Bringing this in conclusion, remember, Europe is predominantly atheist, and they, they don't believe in God. Church membership is down throughout America, and, and the young people have completely lost interest in the Bible and in reading of, about the prophets and the stories, stories that I was raised up as a child of the, the King David, you know, uh, Samson and all the great miracles of the Bible and many people are getting away from their first love if you get away from God there's no way that God can bless you listen live your life's choices that will place you under the spear of God's God's blessing his umbrella of protection it is us that walks away from God's hand when he reaches out to touch us it's not God who pulls his hand away from us God did not ask for a divorce agreement with any Jew or Gentile, no hide or whoever. He wants to make up. He wants to rekindle that marriage and that love relationship with you tonight. Yara Ben Emmett signing out. Check out Torah Watchman videos on YouTube. And I will, and I will see you real soon. Shalom Aleichem.